evening, good evening. Welcome to NMP Talk Show. Today we will we have our guest speaker. But before we introduce our guest speaker, I'm not alone. I've got a new face today. Byron, welcome to the talk show. Hey, Figi, thank you so much and welcome to everyone. It's uh, good to be back. I've missed this hot seat, eh? Hey, it's, nice it's a very beautiful seat and thank you for taking it today, hey? <laughs> yes, welcome, welcome. Um, today we're talking about the, um, the perceptions and the, attribute, uh, the attitudes towards um, healthy eating. Do you have any take before we can, let's discuss a little bit about it. Do you have any take or should we welcome our guest speaker today? I think it's fitting for us to welcome my Jacinta Lubane, our professional. Um, look, I think I have a few things to say this evening. Um, no, don't say, was, uh... don't say much. Let's let let's let's welcome Jacinta. <laughs> Jacinta, our, our guest speaker is here. Actually, we are going live on our Riverside FM. We are live on TikTok as well. Uh, we, if you are failing to join in today. Uh, you can catch us up later. We will be on YouTube. We've got a podcast on, um, what's this? Is it Apple, uh, Apple Podcast? Yes. yes, we yes. are. And we yes. are on uh, Spotify as well. So if you yes. miss it, and only if you miss it due to load shedding, if you just want to miss our live show, ooh, sorry for you. But um, <laughs> welcome, everybody. Uh, you, can, you are welcome to ask any questions. Uh, due to load shedding, we've got a, a pre-recorded presentation, but our guest speaker is on stage with us to take your questions. So you can listen to her presentation. And then you can post your, your, your questions. We are able to, uh, she will be able to answer the questions. But before we play her presentation, welcome to Sinta. Thank you so much, um, Fikile. It's a pleasure to be here this evening. Thank you for joining us. And we appreciate that you may you made do. I mean, we know there's a lot that happens, especially these days, but you made it possible for us to have a show today. We appreciate that very much. So you can stay um, on the line and um, Byron, please play us the presentation. Yes, for sure. Yes, thank you, Jacinta, and welcome. Um, all of us have uh, some excess fat from COVID, you know, so this is absolutely fitting for us to discuss. So we're looking forward to I, I, I said don't say much because I know I'm still trying to shed that. <laughs> and I hope Jacinta is going to help me today. Eh? <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Okay. So stand by. Let's now enjoy her presentation. Uh, from wherever you're joining us from, feel free, sit back, relax. This is going to be informative. And like uh, uh, Fikile mentioned, please write those notes down, ask as many questions as, as you can, and let's enjoy this and all learn. This is just platform for sharing information. So if you can learn, uh, beautiful viewer, then we've accomplished our purpose. Sit back, relax, and let's enjoy the presentation. Hi, everyone. My name is Jacinta Dubani. I am a registered dietitian at J-Star Clinic in Midrand. And today I wanted to talk to you about attitudes and perceptions to healthy eating. So we will be defining healthy eating and then we will look into these perceptions that sometimes prove to be barriers to us eating healthy and we'll see how we can change them so that we do continue on healthy eating practices. So let's first define healthy eating. 
Healthy eating, I define it as a diet that has a selection of healthy foods eaten at the right time to incur a health benefit. So there are three components to the definition. Healthy food, the right time, a health benefit. So let's first start with the first component, healthy food. What is healthy food? How do we know if a particular food is healthy or if it's not healthy? Well, a food that is healthy, firstly, is low in sugar, salt, and bad fats. Okay, and it will then be high in nutrients. All right, so it will be high in vitamins, minerals, and fiber and so forth. So examples of healthy food would be oats, would be spinach, would be nuts and seeds. So that is healthy food. So when is the right time? Because the definition says it's healthy food eaten at the right time. When is the right time? Well, firstly, you need to know when is not the right time. So eating because you're bored is not the right time. And that is not part of healthy eating. Eating because you're stressed and you're under pressure or you're studying is not the right time. Okay, so the right time is basically following healthy hunger cues. Now, healthy hunger cues follows a regulated appetite. So eating at breakfast, lunch, dinner and a snack, whether it's pre-workout or post-workout, that is a healthy regulated appetite. And following those hunger cues, that is healthy eating. If you're eating more than that or less than that, you are not following uh, healthy eating, even if you're eating healthy foods. But if you're eating randomly throughout the day or you're skipping some of your meals and the days are not even the same, some days you eat breakfast, some days you don't, that is not part of healthy eating. So it has to be at the right time. And then the last component to the definition is that healthy eating incurs a health benefit. So what I mean by that is that if you're eating this particular food, in the long run, are you improving your health or are you proving to be leading or you're going in the path of developing a chronic lifestyle disease like diabetes or a stroke or a heart attack and so forth. So basically, here's an example. If you regularly eat, say, deep fried chicken wings, over time, you're going to get sick. You're going to have higher cholesterol or hypertension and so forth. So it's not incurring a health benefit, not now and not in the future. And so you can't be eating such a food consistently and say, look, I'm eating healthy. All right. And alternatively, healthy food will make you healthier over time. For example, I, men I mentioned that healthy food is high in fiber. So if you constantly eat your vegetables uh, on a regular basis, you're going to have good levels of fiber in your body and Fiber has been proven to improve your blood glucose metabolism, it lowers your blood cholesterol, it's good for your blood pressure. And so if you continue on that path of eating such foods, you're proving to be more healthier with time. So that's the definition of healthy eating. Right food that is healthy, right time, and it's incurring a health benefit in the long run. So sounds good, right? Healthy eating. We all know what it is, so why is it not happening? Or why this topic on healthy food? Well, we see that the rise in obesity, uh, strokes, heart attack, diabetes is proof that we're still not eating healthy. 
Okay, even at my own practice, I keep seeing a rise in some of these chronic lifestyle diseases as a result of unhealthy eating habits. So clearly, in as much as we might know what healthy eating is, there are barriers to, to healthy eating. And I'm just going to touch on the most common three that I encounter. The first one is that healthy eating is unsustainable. So I get that a lot. And the second perception is that healthy eating is expensive. That's another one that I get. And the last one that we'll touch on is how healthy eating is uncultural. And that's also another common one that I get. So I'll just get into each of them briefly. Let's first start with the first one, that healthy eating is unsustainable. So someone who believes that healthy eating is unsustainable would say something around the lines of, look, I can't start eating healthy now because I won't be able to, to keep it up. So I might as well not start. Okay, I can eat healthy maybe for three days or a week, but after that, I, I can't keep it up. Okay, so I'm not even going to start. How do we get there? How do we get to uh, the conclusion that eating healthy is unsustainable? Well, firstly, I believe that it's because we have the wrong definition of healthy eating to begin with. Um, if your definition of healthy eating means eating only healthy food all the time, never being able to eat some of your favorite treats from time to time or occasionally, then you have the wrong definition to healthy food. And if that is how you're viewing healthy eating, then definitely you won't start eating healthy because it means total elimination of some of the common treats. Now, if I take you back to my definition of healthy eating, you'll remember that the second component of the definition was that healthy eating is healthy food at the right time. That means that there is a time where eating only healthy food is a bit inappropriate for the occasion. I'll make an example. If you are celebrating, say maybe your anniversary or whatever celebration that you have, normally you're expecting to have a slice of cake with that and maybe a glass of wine because the occasion is fitting, right? And you'd be very disappointed if I told you, no, you can only celebrate that with a slice of watermelon and a glass of water. Okay, so that would be very disheartening. And thankfully, that's not what healthy eating is. Okay, so in an event like that, that slice of cake, that glass of wine is very appropriate. And just because you had that doesn't mean you're outside of the confines of healthy eating. Okay, so healthy eating does not mean total elimination of favorite foods at all times. There is room for your favorite treats on occasion and if the situation is, is, is fitting. So don't fall into that attitude that, no, this is unsustainable. Trust me, you can still eat healthy and see some of your favorite treats. But also, the issue of sustainability goes deeper than that. If you insist on unhealthy eating patterns consistently for a long time, sooner or later, you're going to develop a lifestyle disease such as diabetes or a high cholesterol. And trust me, uh, having to sustain a chronic condition is, is proves more challenging than just sustaining being healthy. Actually, you don't have to sustain being healthy. It just happens naturally. But if you're unhealthy, then you have to constantly be working at sustaining and managing this disease. So just look at it in the long term that it's much easier and more sustainable to be healthy than to be sick.
all right but also like i said you can still make room for favorite foods even in uh, healthy eating in healthy eating practices so that is why i believe that healthy eating is definitely sustainable just look at your definition of healthy eating and make sure that it is actually accurate and realistic so that's the sustainability part what about the next one where we say healthy eating is expensive okay i have someone who once looked at my meal plan and i asked them have you started shopping are you when are we starting and she said i looked at it and trust me that is way too expensive for me i can't start eating healthy your meal plan is too expensive okay so there is that perception that healthy eating is expensive and i see where that would be coming from if you're looking at it per food item you might end up at that conclusion. I'll give you an example. If you look at the price of white rice versus the price of brown rice, you will see that per kilogram, the brown rice appears to be a bit more pricey than white rice. And the same with things like white bread, a loaf of white bread. If you look at the price of seed bread, for instance, it can look a bit more expensive, okay? And if I tell you to go eat nuts, nuts for a lot of people would be a luxury isn't it so if you're looking at it per food item you might end up with that conclusion but here's my argument firstly let's go to the rice example if you're eating brown rice you're definitely not going to serve yourself the same portion as you would white rice because brown rice being higher in fiber is more filling so you tend to eat less of the brown rice than you would if you ate the white rice so eventually they cost the same you're going to need um double the amount of white rice to be full for the same uh, amount that you would need brown rice okay and it's the same with white white bread i recently asked someone how many slices of white bread do you have and they said four and this was a lady and i said i see why i mean if you eat one slice of white bread it doesn't feel like you've eaten anything but the same lady could never eat four slices of seed bread if you look at that slice of seed bread, it is so thick, it is so dense, there's so many seeds. Normally, two slices is way too much. Okay, and that is why I say, maybe that's why some of these unhealthy food items seem to be cheaper. It's because you're going to eat more of it. Maybe that's why. But the healthy food tend to, to last you longer. And also, I know with seeds, someone will be like, I can't afford to just go now and buy packet of seeds that seed mix did you see the price that seed mix can last you six months i can tell you today and you can take the price and divide it by six if you don't believe me and see how cheap that is because when it comes to seeds you're not eating like a cup of seeds every day you're eating a teaspoon you're taking a teaspoon and you're sprinkling it on your on your breakfast on your oats in your smoothies um one a day even and that's all you need so that tub or that packet is going to last you a very long time depending on the size that you bought so if you look at it like that you will see that actually healthy eating and healthy food is not that expensive when you look at how you end up eating the food and also you can look at it more holistically don't compare the food items only and conclude that this diet lifestyle plan is going to cost me the cost of unhealthy lifestyles is way more than the cost of healthy lifestyles and i'll give you an example unhealthy lifestyle is okay it's friday i don't feel like cooking so i'm going to eat takeouts so now you're going to buy takeaways which are more expensive than just cooking your own food at home so now you're paying the price for eating unhealthy 
Another example would be, uh, I'm going out with my friends, we're going out for drinks, and this is alcoholic beverages. Alcohol is expensive. Now, if you're having a healthy lifestyle, you're keeping those outings to a minimum. So you're not spending that much money on alcohol, which is also expensive. And another example would be my mornings are too busy. I don't have time to eat breakfast at home. So I just grab a muffin and coffee on the road. And again, I didn't pack lunch, didn't have time. So again, I'll just order out. So now you're buying a muffin in the morning, that big coffee and that lunch on the app. That is a lot of money. By the end of the week, you have wasted a lot of money when you could have just packed your meals, your healthy food and saved up. So those are just some examples of how if you look at an unhealthy lifestyle, it can end up being way more expensive than just a healthy living. All right. So always have the bigger picture when it comes to the cost of healthy eating. It's part of a lifestyle which does definitely tend to work out to be less expensive than unhealthy eating. All right. So that's that perception. What about the last one? Healthy eating is uncultural. What do I mean by that? Well, I've had patients who tell me that, say for instance, I say, look, you're going to have to maybe just take out BAP from your diet for a while up until we get to a certain weight um, or cook it in a certain way where maybe you're adding oat bran or wheat bran to it or you're adding mabella uh, to it so that you increase the fiber. And the person will look at you and say, look, where I'm from, we don't eat BAP like that, okay? And also, I'm not going to decrease my level of BAP that I eat because we eat BAP. You know, you must take into account where I'm from. We eat BAP, okay? And that can be a barrier, having that belief system that, no, we eat BAP. It's part of our culture. I'm not going to stop. Now, it's a barrier to you losing weight, for instance, or improving your glucose metabolism. Another example would be, in my culture, we love meat. We eat red meat every day. Okay, so if you tell me to cut out red meat or to decrease it once a week, it's my family will disown me if I do that. And so it become a, it can become a barrier. This cultural practice can now become a barrier to you being healthy. Um, for instance, if you have high cholesterol and we're just trying to decrease it to get it to a healthy level and we're just decreasing the amount of red meat on the diet and you say, look, I don't know what I'm going to eat if I don't eat red meat. So that can be a bit of a problem. Okay, so those are uh, uh, large-scale cultural practices that we have. We also get them in, on a smaller scale, even if it's not an entire culture. In a, in a particular family, we can say, here in this house, every Sunday, we, we eat jelly and custard. It's custom. It's a norm. We've always been doing it like that for five generations. So we're not going to stop having our jelly and custard and biscuits on a Sunday for Sunday lunch. So it is a culture that we have devised ourselves and we have entrenched it into our, our eating pattern. And now it's a bit of a problem to take it out. Okay. So sometimes we do build our own cultures and our own norms and they do become a barrier. So now what? What do we do? Sometimes it is our culture to eat pub and it is our culture to eat meat. And yes, every Sunday we do have that dessert. So now what? So look, we can't change our cultures. 
and also this does not mean healthy eating will be infringing on your tradition um, in any way I, it's, it's a challenge and i'm also posing the challenge to you to say even if we don't change the entire culture can't we make small changes instead of having that jelly and custard could we now start a new norm and say in this house every sunday it's fruit salad and plain yogurt we're starting a new culture now the future generations should know every sunday after sunday lunch it's fruit salad and plain yogurt how about that or we can say from now on um we're going to now start eating more fish uh, instead of red meat okay or when it comes to pap maybe we can mix it up with my belly and have it have a bit more fiber then instead of saying no more pap okay but basically we'd all just have to go back and challenge ourselves to some of the customs that we've had if every weekend you and your friends you go out to drink i know a lot of men will say look i can't be at home on weekends i have to leave the house for peace sake and go and drink with my friends and this can be like six hours we drink that's what we do so now what do you do if i say you're going to have to drink two ciders a week how's that going to work in a six hour setting maybe then you can challenge your friends and say guys maybe let's go hiking let's play soccer um, because now if we're just sitting socially we end up drinking more than we should and if we do that we will see a decrease in the high cholesterol rates that we see the heart attacks that we see the strokes that we see and so forth so let's just challenge ourselves and some of the cultural practices that we've enforced on ourselves and see if that doesn't uh, put us at a better place in terms of our health so that's basically all the perceptions that i wanted to discuss today and how we can change them we've also looked at the definition of healthy eating so from here it's just a matter of going back and saying where can i make changes how can i incorporate healthy eating and also ask yourself what are the attitudes that i have to have to healthy eating that are stopping me from actually starting this journey and what can i do about them can i change them that's my challenge to you and that is something that you can do and let me know how it goes. And if you need any assistance, I am available to assist you. Thank you. Wow, that was very informative. Um, I hope our viewers were able to get all the information. It was all audible to them. Um, what is it that you took out of this, uh, Byron? Wow, that definitely was informative, you know, um, and I like just how the introduction really crushed the mentalities, the attitude that we have, the perceptions, because isn't it that all of us have our own perceptions when it comes to weight loss and healthy eating? And I also like how she structured everything in point form, you know, to now crush all those, um, cultures that we we believe uh, um define our healthy eating habits you know um everything's expensive healthy eating is expensive you know it, it's it's so western type of thing um yeah so i think she really laid everything out so nicely and i'm looking forward to hearing from our audiences really from our viewers what they took away um yeah. because every single one of us um as you age you know you tend to worry more now about your 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 weight and, and health and stuff like that. And I like mm -hmm. how she was so candid about it. If you do X, Y, and Z, 
the result is going to be this. Be you're going to get result. sick yes. and you're going to die. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yes. It, 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 sounds, um, it, it sounds like a little bit horrible when you say, if you don't do this, you're going to die. But in all honesty, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't eat healthy you're gonna die one way or the other i mean you'll catch one all these the kind of diseases um that are out there that yeah. are relative to to unhealthy eating you know I, one thing that i liked the most you know me and finances we we we, we like this <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at how she was penning it out to say look Yes, you. if you're looking at an item, you know, of the healthy food that you have to buy, you will find, you will think it is expensive. But now mm. I, 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 I am going back to myself to say, look, if it was me and uh, how was I going to approach this? Because uh, uh, I'm like everybody else who believes healthy eating is expensive until today uh, so my my, my my perception has changed as from today thank because, you jacinta <laughs> thank you jacinta and, and that's true you know because um we, we we tend to do things like the small things um i work from home and uh, the fridge is my friend you know when i stand up mm -hmm. here or when i'm stressed out i will just go to the fridge and grab something and believe me it's nothing healthy and uh, if there's nothing to nibble on, I have to cook. I will have to to order. You know, there's Mr. Delivery, there's Uber Eats. Yes, and the are. amount yes. of money that you spend waiting for them to deliver to you, it's quite expensive. And I mm -hmm. sat down and calculated the money that I'll spend in a week and look at if I, I were to look at a holistic uh, purchase of healthy foods, I will have used that money to buy the healthy food that I need to eat. And um, she mentioned something about the times. You know, I thought maybe she'll be specific that do not eat at this time, uh, try eating at this time. Oh, Jacinta, welcome back. We understand that load shedding is actually troubling you. Um, how is it now? Um, are you able to, to, to join us on stage? Yes, um, I'm back on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Probably you heard uh, me and Byron going through your your your, your presentation uh, once again. Thank you very much. This was very informative, and it is uh, actually mind changing, I must say, because um we we're talking about uh, what you mentioned about the cost of um, healthy eating. I am one of the people who believe that healthy eating is expensive because I'm looking at. Um, each price of the items I need to purchase. But I'm sitting here thinking, okay, if I buy um, the, the takeouts, uh, because, I mean, um, if you were to buy takeouts every day, how much money do you end up spending? And that money, you can channel it to buy your groceries of healthy eating. How would you help me, Jacinta, you know, as biggie? Yes. Because, hey, I dread this healthy eating. The food is tasty. <laughs> yes. I actually see that a lot. <laughs> I actually see that a lot. Uh, Figula, someone recently showed me their transaction um, mm -hmm. on, on, a, on an app where they buy takeaways. And it was a lot of money. It was actually amounting to, no. I think, close to a thousand no. rand a week. Mm -hmm. 
that they spend on on these apps and, and i was like now meal. that is a lot of money a thousand rand is groceries for two weeks I'm saying that's a meal for an individual it's Pardon? not a family meal exactly and this is just for one person and i was like a thousand rand is a lot of money and they did express that it's easy to spend over a hundred rand on a meal when you're buying from an app or something like that so my advice to her and to anyone who has found themselves in this habit of uh, buying out and things like that is to prep uh, plan your week in advance then have your shopping list ready and then buy for the week mm -hmm. snacks buy all your snacks uh, buy for your lunch and pack them it doesn't help you have all mm -hmm. these tins mm -hmm. of tuna in the cupboard uh, that you never use so start packing your lunch carry it with you it goes down to just buying mm -hmm. the pack uh, the packages you know some people don't even have lunch boxes they don't have the water bottles so it, it, take it back to the basics yeah. and start yeah, packing your lunch. Yeah, I know. I was just buying. Yes, you can go buy it in a month. Yeah, you can. You no, can I, go. Yeah, I'm saying that. I like that she 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 reiterated that that you know it's a lifestyle already. We are actually flowing within a lifestyle that we created ourselves. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of uh, changing that lifestyle and and adapting it, re replacing that with something else. Um, I was just thinking about that because I'm a branch person. You know, um, for the life of me, eating early in the morning is just a forced thing. But uh, towards half past 10, 11, 11 30, that's, that's my time. And I've been wondering to myself, um, when I'm out of the house, it's not easy to, to carry a lunchbox with me, you know. Or if I start my morning and I get so busy, sometimes I'll eat at 2 o'clock because I, I've just been hectic, you know. So it's just a, a change of a lifestyle and say, look, I know this in the long run will affect my lifestyle let me make room for it because this means my life so i like that she reiterated that that you know it's a lifestyle change it might be sore at first it might hate hurt your brain and your schedules but as we sort of try and ease into it, it becomes a normal lifestyle cultural thing um as uh, we we adopted now into our own uh, families and within our our our, our lifestyles you you know i like what you're mentioning about the lifestyle you know when they say um, they say it has to be a lifestyle and the lifestyle goes hand in hand with their habits and um if uh, say you you exercise and you can do it for 21 days now it becomes your lifestyle jacinta please help us in this one does a diet work in the same way or there's a difference on that it works very similar because I always say healthy eating can never exist outside of a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So if you are not interested in changing your life, your habits, mm -hmm. um, you're not going to sustain healthy eating at all. And being on a meal plan or certain eating patterns that are healthy is not something that you're going to do longer than a week. Okay, so if you're going to start eating healthy, you need to commit to say, this is going to be my life moving forward. This is me. I've committed to drink more water. I've committed to eating less red meat. This is a commitment. So normally people want to change their eating patterns when they want to change their bodies. So I want to lose weight, so I'm going to eat healthy. Once they've lost the weight and their bodies look different, then they go back to their old habits and regain the weight again. And then another year, new resolutions, new diet. It becomes... 
every year is very predictable. So that's because the, the goal is not to change mm-hmm. their lifestyles. The goal is just to change their mm-hmm. bodies, just to fit into that favorite dress, mm-hmm. just to look a certain way for that trip. It's nothing long term. So I normally say, please make the commitment to change your life, change your lifestyle, make permanent decisions. So when you start eating healthy, commit. Okay, commit to the new choices that you've made, and that so, so way you'll be Jacinta, able to you sustain. You know, um, it, it, it's beautiful when I'm staying alone. Now I've got um a family. I know you've got a family. How do you do that with the family? Do you force them? Uh, because it's a decision that I've made, or is it a discussion that we have to have as a family to say, okay, as from today, because of one, two, three, let's start a healthy eating. What will you say? That is a very good question because we all have that same challenge. I'll see one patient, but I mean, they're not bringing their partner with. They've left their children at home. It's just them. And now I email them this diet. Now they have to go home and explain to the nanny why (laughs) she has to not cook up on some days, you know. So it becomes a bit of a challenge. So there's something that we call nutritional counseling. So normally, if there really is barriers at home or with your partner, with your children, the whole family can come in and we can have a family counseling session and we can go through uh, the, the background of how we even got to the diet. Okay, so we can take uh, everyone through uh, the medical condition that the patient has to say, look, we're looking at diabetes. These are the consequences of not changing the diet or not increasing the fiber. So it's actually a very serious uh, issue this one because it's the reason why most people default on their meal plans and uh, on uh, the guidelines that we've set they default because there's not enough support so i always say when it comes to changing of your lifestyle you have to get the buy-in of everyone in the family okay and also be patient you can't just go from eating bap every day to (laughs) never eating bap in the house okay you're going to be met with a lot of resistance so you can you can down it down a bit you know, can down it down a bit to from seven days a week to say maybe five. The other days it's brown bub, you know. Uh, be patient with everyone else in the family. But you have to continue the conversation as well. Even if you didn't come in for family consultation, keep the conversation going with your family mm-hmm. members. Explain to them why it's important. There's no way people <laughs> will change their lifestyles if they don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Is it so that you can fit into your blouse, you know? Or is it for a photo shoot? What is this about? Mm-hmm. You, that you, makes you know, a lot of sense, Jessica. Yeah, it, yeah. it does. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioning that you see most of your patients coming alone while they've got families. What would you recommend, Jacinta? Do you recommend that if I know, because we do know the, the family, um, uh, the health history of our families, if there was diabetes or anything like that, and then I see that I'm heading towards that as well. Uh, do you recommend that when I come to see a, a, a nutritionist, I come with my family members, or maybe let me just say with my partner, the kids will have to just buy in. But the, the, the partner, do I have to bring him in and say, okay, this is the situation and how to uh, to handle uh, to handle it? Yes, absolutely. I think this is something we should be looking at moving forward. Um, family consultations, especially we can start first with a partner. Like you say, if you've got very 
Disciplined children who do as you say, then I guess they don't have to come in. But you, you know, um, I'm buying Jacinta, so <laughs> you don't buy it, it's not gonna happen. But if it's my partner, he is buying as well, so there might be that. <laughs> yes, so it, 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 it really helps to have um, your partner with you. And I see it a lot, a lot of ladies actually, uh, their partners are not that interested in uh, changing their That's lifestyle perfect. habits. But sometimes you do find a situation where uh, a lady will come in and say, and funny enough, my husband mm-hmm. actually eats healthy, he runs. I'm the one who doesn't. Mm-hmm. So you see, there's this disconnect between us as families about what to eat and the lifestyle habits. Uh, one, one of us will Still wake sleeping. up at five and go <laughs> jogging and the other one is at home. So... Yeah. Um. Let's start yeah. doing this yeah. together. Yeah. So yeah, no, that I think that we'll have to have a, 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 a specific topic to discuss that disconnect because it's uh, quite political. Um. You know, sometimes like I don't want to wake up in the morning. She's like, "Let's go jogging." Like really, you know. <laughs> you, 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 you yeah. I mean, if you recommend, <laughs> if you just say to me, "Let's go jogging," I will ask you. <laughs> even though my dresses are telling me that you're a little bit uh big bigger than you were yesterday i'll still say oh so you mean i'm fat so how do you You break that barrier uh you know at face value but if we need to go deep in it i mean we can have another show discussing that as well absolutely and like i said it should be deeper than just i can't fit into this clothes that's why i'm doing this it should Mm -hmm. be about your health you know not every thin person out there is healthy very um uh then people can have hypertension, they can have strokes, diabetes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. someone who's not then can have very healthy health markers. Mm-hmm. So let's make it more about the health more than it is it's about just how we look. Okay. So we, yeah. I, I still have to work on that one, Jacinta. Please pardon me. Nicely done, Jess. Thank you so much. So I think we... we you covered very well the, 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 the unsustainability or the perception that um, a healthy lifestyle is, is unsustainable uh, because consistency, isn't it, that is the key to the whole thing. Once your body and your whole family buy into it, now it becomes a new culture or a new, new family uh, um, uh, lifestyle. Then you said, even if you do break it from time to time, as you were saying, you know, you have your anniversary there, you have reasons to celebrate something. You have a, a break, but naturally now you are more leaning toward that healthy lifestyle. Now, um, covering the the expense side of it, right? We don't want to leave our viewers hanging there. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you now have that conversation where you have two partners, where the other one believes that buying from this kind of outlet, you know, saves us so much money. And for example, your flex seeds and your other nuts and stuff like that are are, are, are sold in these specific um, supermarkets. And they like outrightly refuse to even look at those supermarkets, you know. But uh, as you've so nicely put it, that it's not, when you look at it in the long run, actually, you get to save more. Because just a packet of of flaxseed or, or whatever nuts those are, when you spread it evenly, it lasts you a long time. How, from your experience, have you had the the, the success in convincing or helping couples or partners to see that and not be loyal to what is termed as the cheaper outlet? 
whereas cheaper outlets sort of um, ship out bulk of unhealthy stuff. They will uh, give you like all these potatoes, uh, a cheaper bulk of them and many other rices on special and what have you. How do you now break that perception um, and those attitude for partners to say um, it's not expensive, um, it's, it's possible, but within these boundaries, how have you been successful in doing that? And uh, what you're saying is so true. I know a lot of people, when they do look at my shopping list, they'll ask me, where exactly am I going to buy this? And the minute I mention a few top three supermarkets, they'll be like, mm. <laughs> so I should go shopping there. <laughs> um, you'd be surprised that how many of the other outlets that are perceived to be, say, maybe low uh, socioeconomic uh, supermarkets, they actually have healthy food too. Mm. They're just not popular. Um, you'll find nuts there. You'll find seeds there as well. I found almost all types of food on my shopping list at mm. uh, your local shopping stores. But you are right. It's normally the unhealthy foods that come in, in sales. And you get this one mm. and that one and the other. Four of them for 100 rands. <laughs> and really, you don't really need to be getting that packet of potatoes. Um, That does... That does happen. But like I said, we need to be patient with our partners that haven't bought into the lifestyle. So you can't now go from never eat, uh, from eating, say maybe potatoes every week to never eating them ever again. So it's something that you'll have to do gradually so that eventually they get to see your point. Mm -hmm. I think the problem with us or anybody who wants yeah. to start on a new diet, everybody's yeah. excited <laughs> in the beginning. And then we do too much too soon. Yeah. And then within six weeks or three months, we've quit. We, we just go in all too quick, too fast, too strong. Take it easy. If you say you never want to eat potatoes again, that's fine. But it's one potato at a time. Take it down one potato. All right. And that's another reason why family members resist. Uh, supporting us with diets and things like that it's because every year it's a new one so now they're like oh you've started again so we, we've given ourselves bed rest in the family so this time if you show you're committed and you are consistent our partners and our family members they'll see they'll they'll actually see the improvement to our health they'll see that you are actually saving on the money that brown rice actually lasts you longer yeah. you know, and so forth so me and going around when I'm doing my shopping, uh, most of the time we believe that um, the well-known retail stores, uh, because they are actually said to be expensive or most people are buying there, when you go to the retail stores, you'll find that they're actually more similar in prices. Yes, some of the items might be expensive. So what I do, I go everywhere. I don't have a specific uh, a, a store that I get into to buy a, my groceries. So wherever it's cheap, that's where I'm going. I don't, I'm not lazy when it comes to that. <laughs> no, absolutely. And almost every supermarket has specials. So even the so-called expensive stores, sometimes they also run specials. Most of the um, time, yeah, actually. Blueberries mm -hmm. and things like that. Mm -hmm. So it, it really does happen that you find them cheaper at those mm -hmm. stores. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now just... 
Jacinta, thanks for that. Now, now, now briefly, maybe touching on, um, you mentioned some of the um, meals that uh, one could use, like high fiber and stuff like that. I mean, your regular Joe um, wouldn't really know what that is, but maybe just to cover and accommodate some of our viewers who are coming from different parts um, of the world, maybe, or different locations, maybe it's a more rural area. Um, you, don't, you don't really have much access to that. What would you advise as like basically your basic type of uh, um, foods that would um, support, even if not on a full-on scale, but to a degree help on healthy eating? Um, you know, things that are easily found almost mm. everywhere. I'm thinking of areas where you find like there's just like a small um, outlet that sells your basic uh, milli meal and rice here and there. How could one supplement um, high fiber um, meals in that way? Okay, thank you so much. And I remember actually when we, when I started to become a dietitian, um, I did my community service in a, it wasn't in a suburban area, it wasn't in a city. So we'd have to give nutritional talks and diets to hmm. people who didn't really live on much. And um, so right from the onset, we are taught to, to draft diets that can accommodate all people within our society. So if you look at some of the basic foods in our culture, for instance, the mealy meal that or maize meal that a lot of people use in South Africa is that mm. staple. I normally advise them to mix that with mabele, like I said in the in the recording. And that's also very popular as well, or some sorghum, just to increase the fiber content and lower the glycemic index. And normally when I say brown bup, a lot of people know exactly what I'm talking about. They're yes. like, oh yeah, sometimes I do eat brown bup. You see, so that's how they can do that. And also um, when it comes to fruit and vegetables, I tell them, look, spinach is a very popular one. And I'm like, you can have spinach more on a regular. That's also high in fiber. And even with the fruit, it doesn't have to be the fancy fruit. We can take it back to basics, the most common fruit that we have, like your bananas, apples, pears. Uh, I normally tell them, don't worry that you bought them from a street vendor. They're very healthy. If that's what you eat every day, you're doing better than most people. Okay. And even with the meat and things like that, I always tell them, remove the skin. Uh, you, you can do that, right? And uh, things like that. So you'd be surprised, actually, that it's more in the affluent communities where you see the unhealthy eating. If you go mm -hmm. back to our rural areas, uh, people are actually eating very healthy, very high-fiber yeah. diets there. It's us mm -hmm. in the cities who come across refined carbohydrates. And so for today, I was shopping and I saw a loaf of what I thought was white bread. It was written low-GI white, white bread. bread. <laughs> it's like... What do you mean? What is this low GI white bread? What does that even mean? What does that even mean? So, and you don't get that in in uh, poorer communities. You'll never find that loaf there. So, um, it's actually very easy, Baron, to to get a healthy food in those communities. I think the the only issue is that there isn't much of a variety. But there's definitely uh, a healthy food. So it's just a matter of sitting down, showing them that in this food group, this is where you can go. And I know the issue of nuts. Yeah. A lot of people say, no, I don't eat nuts, but I eat peanuts. But peanuts are nuts. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. 
no, no peanuts are fine. Uh, just go for the unsalted ones without the raisins. But those are nuts. They're perfect. So you'd be surprised how much we have uh, in those communities. And things that are pumpkins, yeah. I, I, I they take them out of the pumpkins well, and package them and now we buy them what? for 60 rand. Right. I mean, if we are in the suburban areas, that's where we everything gets lost. Because um, at the home, uh, I mean, you can start your backyard yes. garden. I mean, buying plants is not expensive. You can have your, your backyard garden. If you don't, okay, only here in the suburbs, that's where you will struggle with um, spacing so you don't have the garden and whatnot. But at the home, I have that portion that I can plant my spinach, where I can have my beetroot, my carrots, my tomatoes. I mean, that's uh, adding on, the, on, on your nutrition as well. Am I correct? Absolutely. And the issue of legumes, they're eaten more commonly uh, in villages and rural areas than in affluent communities. I don't know how many people say they enjoy eating chickpeas or beans. If you, if you tell someone who has money to eat lentils, it's like you're insulting them. Like, why would I eat lentils, you know? Uh, whereas it's very high protein, they should be eating it. There's phytonutrients, it lowers cholesterol, it's good for you. Mm-hmm. But people in the other areas would have no problem eating lentils. Actually, they'd be very happy to find that it's actually very healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, no, thanks, Jess. You, you really have uh, covered most of the things that really trouble like your rural people, you know. Um, just the other day, a friend just introduced me to this um, plant. He called it, what is it? A persilin, eh? I think persilin. And he just um, did some research and he started speaking about all the um, health benefits of this plant. And guess what? In the, in the villages or in the rurals, this this plant is like a weed. It grows everywhere. Um, it, it is actually a supplement for your salad, you know. So really, it's just knowledge knowing exactly how to, 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 to access those things. So now touching on that knowledge and things like that, obviously we have you here, you know, to uh, break those stereotypes that we had um, and still still speaking about expensive, you know, how expensive would it be to get in contact with Jacinda to just give us, you know, to give my family and I the breakdown to say this, I just need someone to guide me, but uh, how much is, is it going to break my bank to do that? Can I pick up the phone, call you? Can we have like a, um, a virtual meeting with you? Do we have to come and see you in person? What's um, what's the method of, of of reaching out to you? Okay, so um, yes, so I am available for one-on-one consultations at right. my midrand office. So it's just as easy as logging onto my website and booking. Uh, my details are on there. You can just give me a call. Otherwise, okay. I also do virtual consultations. So if you live very far, we can have a virtual session as well. But also if you have um, put together a group of friends or family oh. where I can come and consult to you in a group, that would also help. And you can just split the rate amongst yourselves. Wow, awesome. That would also, that is another option. But you can literally get in touch with me uh, on my website, uh, which will be provided. Perfect. Then there you go, people. You have heard it. You heard it from NMP Talk Show, Riverside FM. This is where the health lifestyle starts. Don't say we never plugged you, eh? Yes, Jacinta. Log into our website at the conclusion, 
at the conclusion of our talk show, you'll see her details. You'll be able to log in and get in touch with her and change that lifestyle. We have a way of hacking this lifestyle now, throwing off all those chronic illnesses, you know. Let's do it together. Figgy, you had something to say. Uh, I think you took everything that I wanted to say uh, today. I mean, I'm happy that I didn't talk much um, <laughs> at least because every show um, I, I'm known of my talking too much, but I got, it gave everybody the opportunity to speak. So I'm happy about that. Um, I see the time is saying we should be closing now. Jacinta, anything that you want to say in closing? Okay, so I just also firstly just want to thank you for the opportunity that you've given me to address you and your audience. Um, but the only closing comments that I have to say is that we just need to remember that uh, unhealthy eating and uh, unhealthy lifestyles are a big problem that does contribute to the chronic lifestyle diseases that we are seeing now. So it's never too late to start making those positive changes in your lifestyle to your eating habits let's not hesitate let's have those conversations in our families with our friends so that we can improve our health thank you so much thank you very much jacinta yeah. you know um my take uh byron from this show today's show is that it's never as expensive as i thought it is to eat healthy and I should forget about losing weight, but it has to become my lifestyle. So I need to uh, re-look at my spending, especially when it comes to my spending on takeouts, my spending on having a coffee with my friends because it doesn't end it being coffee. You know, that's how I'm going to be able to start with this lifestyle. And I mustn't go full force. I must one you know, she said one potato at a time, you know, I'll drop one potato at a time. So, yes, I'm willing to start that. And probably in the next month, Jacinta, when we invite you on the show, uh, you will see the difference. Hey, eh? I'll be able to share with you. <laughs> Definitely. I'm looking forward, looking to, forward that. to that. I'll hold you up to that. Anything in closing, Byron? Yes. Yeah. No, thank you so much, Jacinta. Really, um, I must say that I really enjoyed this evening's uh discussion um i was just a bit sad that I, I didn't get to get questions from our viewers oh there is a comment from um one of our viewers saying jacinda is amazing makes makes you see how to make your life easy and incorporate healthy eating yeah absolutely thank you so absolutely. much for that comment you know we got um, we got a consult yeah. today on our show am i happy that i didn't pay for this consult today <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I thanks for liberating that everybody you. who follows our talk show will get that free consult as well. But I mean, for mm -hmm. the for the right consultation, because we know that we're all different. Uh, what works for me might not work for you. It is imperative that we see um, Jacinta for consultation. Jacinta, would you like to share your website, or should we put it on our um, uh, on on our uh, recorded show? Um, I can also just maybe mention it. It's www.clinicj.co.za. J as in J-A-Y. 
Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Um, if you've missed it, you will be able to see it on our uh, pre-recorded on our recorded show on um, Get Informed 2 on YouTube. You will be able to get this information as well on our um, uh, Apple podcast and Spotify. Um, I mean, and Telegram as well and uh, as Twitter. You will be able to get the same information that we shared today. Um, thank you very much, Jacinta, for joining us today. Um, Byron, as yeah, we are signing out anything you want to say anything you want to add yes so i just wanted to say thank you to jacinta and uh, to you as well figile for the wonderful um uh topic this evening it was really informative i believe for all our viewers from wherever you're connecting from we all really enjoyed it um this is a very a, a good subject close to all of our hearts isn't it that touches on our lifestyle um every single one of us would like to start but then the starting is always the challenge. But Jacinta really gave us a good start, knowing exactly how to begin making those adjustments there. So please do catch us next week again. Same time, same place. As uh, Figile mentioned, we are available in all those platforms, Spotify, Twitter. You know, we, we're on YouTube, our official channel there. Get informed too. Please hit us up. Um, and don't be shy to leave comments as well. We know that uh, yeah. with podcasting, you can still watch it again and again and again. And if you have more questions, feel free to uh, throw in all those questions there. Um, it's always attended and then someone is going to be able to respond to you and give you the lowdown. So I thought I should give you the theme for our next subject next week. So we're looking forward to having our guest who will discuss with us um, one of the... Um, Good, good um, topics uh, there. Let me just find it. I penned it somewhere there. Um, so this one now goes back to family parenting a child with ADHD. So we're looking forward to uh, discussing that next week. We invite uh, families, parents, friends, please spread the word everywhere out there. Make them aware. Um, let's talk about this. These are real issues that affect our communities, our families, you know. So yeah, let's join in together. Uh, Riverside FM NMP talk show. You heard it here first. Come here and then let's join in. Let's meet our professional and discuss this. And uh, once again, Jacinta, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for making the time to record your video and also joining us amid the load shedding pandemic that we are faced with. And I see. I Higi always say to be that there's no load shedding formed against us will prosper. Or will succeed. I mean, we can we can have our show even in the dark as long as we share the information with our viewers out there. That's what keeps us alive. Thank you very much as we are signing out. Thank you very much, everybody. Yeah. <laughs>